last time on Oz Hour. Okay, last time on Oz Hour, uh, Dorothy and Ozma decide that everyone needs to go on like a little vacation. So they go on a vacation with uh, Dorothy, and Uncle Henry and Aunt M, Shaggy Man, Belina, uh, the Wizard, Sh- uh, Shaggy Man, Toto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's everyone. I can't remember. <laughs> and so they go, they go on their little vacation and they go do their things. The first place they run into is the H.T. Wogglebug. <laughs> I can't remember if that's his name. Wogglebug. But anyway, he is uh, in charge of an academ- a, 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 a athletic college academia. And they take pills to learn things and have more time to be athletic and strong. And so then they go there. They do that whole thing. And then they find another pl- another place. The fucking cotton <laughs> not on the cotton, cotton. I want to say cotton bombers now, but that's not what it is. Cotton, the cuts, the cotton. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember the cuts. They meet them and their paper, their paper dolls, and you can't sneeze around them and you can't like breathe around them or else they'll fly away. And they meet their creator, who's a meat person, who cuts them all up and puts some cotton clip, cotton clop. <laughs> and so anyway they 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 meet her and then fucking shaggy man sneezes and blows half of them away and they have to get out of there and so they leave and then all of a sudden we're in the mountains with with guff uh, not uh, uh doc, um general guff we're with general guff and he uh goes to the phantom is phantoms of fantaticos <laughs> fantasticos and they go uh he wants to get them so they can help join the army to defeat oz that's it i'm done hi there and welcome to oz hour the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of oz that's right with the help of some alcohol we will be discussing each of the 14 books in l frank Baum's wizard of oz series today we will be continuing with book six the emerald city of oz covering chapters 12 through 15 we're your hosts blake stone and wyatt swangham and joining us is our resident oz initiate hannah aguirre hey oh <laughs> no no <laughs> Uh, Hannah, you just played last time on where you recapped what happened in the last ca- chapters we covered in Oz Hour. Uh, that took you about one minute and 59 seconds to cover. Long. Uh, uh, it was long pretty recap. long. Uh, so I do have funny. a few notes. That's my worst one to date. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring a pencil? Because I do have some notes. Um, So first off, Ozma sends Dorothy and her family on this little vacation while she thinks of ways to entertain them in the Emerald City because they, Em and Henry, are becoming super depressed. That's right. Um, Also, the gang that they go out with is Ombi Ambi, the Wizard of Oz, Shaggy Man, Uncle Henry, Aunt Emily, Dorothy, Belina, Toto, and the Sawhorse. Oh, I forgot the sawhorse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was Andy, the most though. important one. You said about as many names, but I think you said two names like six times. <laughs> oh, you did. You said Shaggy Man twice. Oh, sure. I, okay. I, I think I did. Almost twice. Uh, also, I love Shaggy Man. They are called the Cutten Clips. <laughs> and they Cutten live, Clips. They live in the land of the Gillikins, uh, which is where Glinda lives. Oh, yeah. 
Um, oh, yes. We it is worth visit. one of those. Yes. Um, and then it's General Guff. Not <laughs> General professor. Yeah, that's right. I think professor. I did get to General eventually. Yeah, you, <laughs> I, you got there. I think Wyatt told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then again, the Phantasms of Mount Fantastico. That's right. They are incredibly powerful. Yes. Yeah, they're insane. Very powerful. They're very powerful. They really are. So before we started recording, Wyatt, as always, whipped up some cocktails. What are we drinking? So tonight we are drinking what we are calling the Fuddle Cum Gin. <laughs> That's Fuddle Cum Dash Gin. Um, it is a www. It all tastes like raspberry and roses, um, and the name will make so much more sense later. I promise you. The recipe for which you can find on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast. Okay, let's slurp. All right. <laughs> Ooh, that's delicious, and I will tell you all about this raspberry cordial later. That's so interesting, and it has two shots of gin in it. Ugh, careful. Chapter twelve: How they matched the fuddles. Dorothy (laughs) and (laughs) it always seems like you're gonna say more when you say that. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, Dorothy and her friends are getting the hell out of the land of the cut and clips. Yep. They're, they're going and it's a rough path. Yeah. They get back out on the road after going down the like disappearing road to the cut and clips and they travel for a bit, end up passing the night with a nice family in some farming country. No importance. Nothing. Never meet them again. Yeah. Yeah. But they're nice. Sounds similar to other people we've met. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, in the morning they have breakfast and then they leave on their red wagon. And I really don't know why we care about any of that. No. Um, they go out to the wagon, which the sawhorse has been hitched to all night. Um, the book says that Dorothy doesn't know if the sawhorse ever sleeps, but he doesn't when anyone is around. But it's like I don't think he does. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. We've no. been told he if doesn't. He, yeah, if he's well, not able to do any of the other things, why would he be <laughs> no, able to sleep? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. Dorothy doesn't know, but I think the truth is that he does. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why Dorothy's playing coy. Yeah, yeah. she's known so and many she's things the that don't know sleep. it all. Oh, just so. How does she not know that? (laughs) Wait, did you just say you think the truth is that he does sleep? No, does not. I may have misspoken, but my meaning is that he does not sleep. Doesn't. Um, But it's a beautiful day. Everyone's in a good mood, which is rarely a good sign in my experience with these books. Mm -hmm. Also, it's noted that every day is a beautiful day in Oz, and it's always nice weather. Which I'm like, oh, that's true. I've never seen it rain there. It is true, actually. I'm only happy when it rains. Okay, (laughs) sorry. So about an hour of like walking down the road, they come to a signpost with another finger pointing to the right, and it says, "This way to Fuddle Come Jig." Quick question, <laughs> yeah, and it's really not about what you'd think it would be about, based on such yeah. an unfortunate Good name. timing. Um, the cut and clips were in the Gillikin Country. Correct. Why aren't we told where Fuddle Come Jig is? Is it also in the Gillikin Country? I think we'll get to that in a moment. Will we really? Oh. Yeah. So. Fuddle cum jig is a word we're going to be saying a lot. You can't just say that to me. I know, I know. Don't give me started. That's all he has you to say. You said it twice already. I know, but There's we're going to be saying it a lot. Okay. I just needed to be acknowledged. <laughs> so she sees it and she yells, Fuddle cum jig, and says, This is the turn. And the captain explain, exclaims, Ombi Ambi. Ombi Ambi says, What? Are we going to Fuddle cum jig? <laughs> yes. 
They are. Dorothy's like, Ozma thought we would enjoy the Fuddles. On M is like, their name sucks. Yeah. What are they? More paper things? (laughs) (laughs) She's sick of it. Yeah. Ozma's plan is not working on Anna. On M's a full on (laughs) prejudicer. She's prejudiced. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. And, you know, and Dorothy's like, hey, I don't know if they're paper. Like, I don't know if they are. We'll find out. And then Uncle Henry is like, well, maybe the wizard knows, which is honestly like, yeah, ask anyone other than the girl who doesn't live there. Like, maybe someone will know. The wizard's like, well, I've never been to Fuddle Come Jig, but I do know the Fuddles. And, well, he knows of the Fuddles. And they are the most peculiar people in the land of oz have no. we ever heard that before no yeah about everyone <laughs> <laughs> like every single well, person here i guess i hear m- just crazier and crazier things exactly, exactly. It was like, i just met people that can get blown away by a sneeze exactly <laughs> so i can't be around there uh, the cutting clops the shaggy <laughs> the cutting bombers the sh- <laughs> That sounds like a Christmas word. I don't know. Um, But the Shaggy Man is like, they're the most peculiar. What's so queer about them? The wizard says, don't know. Mm -hmm. And then something crazy happens. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? The wizard reaches under his chin, pulls off his own face, and it's button bright in a sailor's hat. You're not... I am fucking with you. Okay, I was like, <laughs> wait, does this actually play part in what just happened? No, he does. He does say, "Don't know." So then, something crazy happens. They are riding along a beautiful green lane toward Fadalcom Jig, and they see sitting on the roadside a kangaroo. Wait, wait, wait! Let that sink in. <laughs> a kangaroo. No, just let that are we in, in Australia? Are we in Australia? It makes you wonder how close Nor. they are. <laughs> <laughs> but the kangaroo is crying bitterly, and it has tears coming out of its eyes, and its hands are over its eyes, and there's a little puddle at its feet of tears. It is crying so hard, it's like sloshing around in the little puddle. Yeah, Ew. it's distracting. So the <laughs> sawhorse yeah, is so distracted, he just stops the wagon. Oh my God. And Dorothy's like, What's the matter, kangaroo? Oh my god. The kangaroo says, Boohoo! Boohoo! I've lost my mim. Mi- mi- oh, boohoo! Boohoo! And, and there's a lot of speculation. <laughs> so, the wizard <laughs> is like, Oh, mister. If she must miss her mister. Her husband's missing and dead. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. by the way. The, the kangaroo's what? like, The kangaroo's <laughs> like, No, no, not that. I've lost my mim. Mi- mi- boohoo! 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 It's in. It's awful. And then the Shaggy Man is like, "Mirror, she must have lost her mirror." And then Aunt M is like, "It, it all goes on." She's like, "Mince pie." Uncle no, Henry's mi- like, "No, no, no, milk toast." And then finally, the kangaroo is like, "Mittens, I've lost my mittens." Oh my god! Belina says, "Oh, why didn't you say so before?" But don't. Yeah. So he's a comedian? He's a comedy no. writer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> stay stay with that and we'll see where that goes, actually. That could be interesting. It won't last um, long. But Dorothy's like, Kangaroo, it's a beautiful day. You don't need mittens. And then Kangaroo's like, actually, you have no idea of my health situation. Yeah, and maybe I do assume. need those. Like, my hands are gonna get sunburnt and tanned without my mittens, and I've worn them so long I might get a cold. 
Dorothy's like, like, no, 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 no way. Dorothy. I've never. Dorothy is. She has a lot of opinions about how pe- other people live their she lives. She does. And she's like, specifically talking animals. She's like, your name's not Bill. Your name's Belina. Got it. Yeah. Um, oh my god. She's like, no. I have never ever heard of a kangaroo wearing mittens. The kangaroo. How many kangaroos have you seen? Exactly. And talked to? Well, she made it to Australia at some point. Or oh, other. that's true. But, but not many. <laughs> <laughs> but the, gang- the kangaroo is genuinely surprised at this information. The kangaroo's like, you don't know that kangaroos need mittens? That's crazy. Like, that's that's what we do. So Dorothy tells the kangaroo, like, stop crying. Where do you live? Yeah. And the kangaroo. Like, Go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the kangaroo's like, oh, I just live about two miles past Fuddlecumjig. That's where we're going. <laughs> and she explains that in uh, Fuddlecum Jig, that's where she got her mittens because Grandmother Knit. Yes, that is alliteration. Yes, it's Grandmother <laughs> G-N-I-T. So Grandmother Knit <laughs> made the mittens. She's one of the Fuddles. Yeah. Dorothy tells the kangaroo, like, look, go home. The old lady will probably make you another pair. We are on our way to Fuddlecum Jig right now. You can hop alongside our wagon. We'll see that you get home. And we'll go to Fuddlecum Jig, tell the lady to make you more mittens. Okay? Yeah. But Sounds the wizard. Like a good plan. The wizard has a really good question, which is Oh, are the Fuddles nice people? And we find out they're very nice when they are properly put together. Because you oh. see, they get dreadfully scattered and mixed up at times, and then you can't do anything with them. And they're like, what do you mean scattered? What does that mean? What is yeah, this a they're puzzle? They're like, what that means? What did you say, Hannah? Is this a puzzle? Interesting. Hmm. Interesting guest commentary. <laughs> the things that make you go, The kangaroo tells the gang that fuddles are made of many, many small pieces. And when strangers come around, they have a habit of falling apart and scattering them themselves about, and it's hard to puzzle them back together. <gasps> so what they do is they lay on the ground all scattered until someone comes along and gathers all the tiny pieces and puts the fuddles back together yep. like a puzzle. And Ombi and Ombi Ambi asks like Ombi Ambi Ombi Ambi Ombi Ambi asks, who puts them back together? And they say, anybody, like, and the kangaroo, who I have guessed Kanga in my notes, um, which I guess is Winnie the Pooh, but uh, but Kanga's like, oh, like, I put Grandmother Knit back together, like, a thousand times while she was knitting my mittens, because, like, I'd come by and she'd fall apart. And they're like, oh, like, well, like, well, Dorothy asks, like, oh, like, so they just, like, fall apart when they're afraid? Like, why is she afraid when you come around all the time? And... Kanga's like, no, it's not because they're afraid. That's just like how they are. Like people come around, they're gonna fall apart. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, they have a Same. habit, mm-hmm. <laughs> as it's described, of scattering themselves. Um, so everyone stops to really think about what the kangaroo just said. Like they walk along in silence for a minute, <laughs> and then finally, on M's like. I don't think I want to visit the Fuddles. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I would kind of feel that too. Because I would like put one one like little thing together and then it would be like a bunch of other people. And I'd be, yeah, like, I'd be like, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. I just want to do one. And then you're just going to fall apart again. Yeah. yeah. Read on, on listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because on M's like, let's just like, we're just going to sweep them up and be on our way. Like, let's get out of here. But Dorothy's like, hey, 
Ozma says like that we were supposed to visit the Fuddles like and we should yeah. and also I'm hungry and I'm yeah. like okay Dorothy's always the, hungry the that, kangaroo that is like oh you were gonna find plenty of food in Fuddle come jig and also they have the greatest cook if you can put them together um <laughs> and so, then the town is there yeah the town's there <laughs> kangaroo's like oh town's ahead they all look up um and they see the town off in the distance there's like a clump of houses off the road so the kangaroo's like, by the way, like some munchkins came yesterday and they had to put a lot of fuddles back together. So a lot of them will probably still be put together. So if you want to see them, just walk softly and sneak up on them. And that is something that makes me think we might be in munchkin country. Not necessarily. Oh, munchkins walked through. Yes. And there'll be things later where it's like, well, I mean, these like obviously this, these friends here are not from the munchkin country. But just that that's the people who are there most recently. I'm kind of projecting it. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, a possibility. I mean, if if this is a habit and not a fear response, they're probably going to break. Like, even if they sneak up on them is what I'm yeah. thinking as I'm reading this. Like, but So they stop the sawhorse a little bit away from the town. They quietly enter the field. They move so quietly that they're able to see whole fuddles in their houses moving around. Aww. They see them like walking around between the buildings. Just living their lives. Just living yeah, their and lives. they look just like normal people, like through the windows and stuff. Oh yep. my God, I'm going to cry. Just as near, like they're about to reach a house to like peek through the yeah, windows. The biggest house. Toto barks at a, what, a beetle? It is a large beetle crossing the road. Toto, Toto goes so misbehaved. I know. There's a reason he can't talk. You're about to destroy a whole community. I hope you realize. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so then you hear hailstorm. There's this loud clatter of just... No! <laughs> no! Yeah. From all the houses, all the yards, everything. That's actually everything. traumatizing. Yeah. And our friends now know that they don't have to be silent and they don't have to sneak. So they just move into the big house they were walking up to to look inside. Yeah. And find something insane. Bodies. So they go in. (laughs) They can tell that there are multiple fuddles that were in this building because there are just pieces all over the floor. Oh, I'm going to be sick. And it looks like a wooden puzzle piece, though, that's like painted like. A face or like whatever part it of was described it is. as like wooden shards. Yeah, but I guess like a puzzle piece could be described as a shard back then because it's got like the jagged. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so maybe that is what he meant. But like they're like wooden shards, and no no two pieces look the same. Um, so Dorothy just like picks up a piece, and it's an eye. Nearby, she finds a nose. She tries to stick the two pieces together. She starts building a Fuddle's face. They match. And she's like, okay, we just need to find a mouth. Because the eye is looking at her. The eye is like watching her. (laughs) And she's like, okay, we just have to find the mouth that fits. And the wizard's like, okay, get on the ground. I don't know if this will come up later. But like once they put them together, they have to be just as quiet, right? Once they, now that the Fuddles have seen them, they're, they're not, good. They're if good, they yeah. leave the room and come back in, uh, who knows? Well, so who knows? it's like a refresh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're right. Checkpoint. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. Because actually there's some things that I'm wondering about now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the kangaroo knocked Grandmother Knit down multiple times. True. Mm. Um, But so they're looking for the mouth. Dorothy's like, everyone look for the mouth. Maybe he can tell us what to do. Yeah. Um. So the, the shaggy man's like, I found it. He comes over with the mouth, um, but the pieces won't fit together. And Dorothy's like, okay, that's someone 
Elsa's mouth. So she takes a closer look, and it's literally like you're doing a puzzle. She's yep. like, okay, like it hooks here, it's round here. Like, guys, this is the shape you're looking for. So it's literally a group yeah. of friends doing a puzzle together. My yeah. note is literally a puzzle. Yeah, because it is, which is insane. Uh, but then Dorothy, meanwhile, she finds an ear that fits, and it also has like a little curl of like red hair on it. So she's like, oh, "Okay, like I'm looking for red hair." So she just starts to build the rest of it. She gets like the whole head hair piece, the other ear, like she, the other eye. She just needs the mouth. This makes Dorothy, me want to do a puzzle so bad. You just, you went through a puzzle phase. You have yeah. that little roll up tote bag and everything. We have yeah, we have one under our couch right now. Actually. Okay, five hundred piece. Damn, that's pretty small, right? It is kind of small. Yeah, yeah. that's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> what does a Scooby do? <laughs> so, um, Dorothy somehow ends up putting together an entire head before anyone else can find the mouth. Uh, but finally, Ombiambi finds the mouth. They attach it. Dorothy's just handing, holding some guy's head. Uh, and Dorothy, after putting the whole face together, is well, the whole head together, is like, Why? It's a picture puzzle. Like, yeah, Dorothy. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're That's what you've been you're doing a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what, what do you think is going on? Uh? <laughs> yeah, you're building so a puzzle. <laughs> they have the head done. Dorothy's like, okay, let's put the rest of him together. The head no, has not said a fucking thing so far. Mm. Uh, the wizard's like, okay, what are we looking for? I've got some green arms here, some blue pants. The head says to them, look for a white shirt and a white apron. I'm the cook. <gasps> oh, so lucky them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he says it in a voice that is faint and far away. So it's oh. more like, look for a white shirt. <laughs> I'm the cook. <laughs> Ew! Uh, yeah. I would have tossed that thing that and broke it again. Coughing? I'm not sick. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy's like, I'm glad you're the cook because you're gonna cook us something to eat while we look yeah. for everyone else. She's so like, like, or else we won't put you together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, we're gonna put everyone together. You're making food. Uh, and with the hints, though, it was really easy to get the cook together. Yeah, like they, they know what the he's pieces. wearing. Yeah. So they're like, cool, look for that. So they finish him up and he bows and he's like, hey, I'm going to get dinner for you. But like my recommendation is that you guys put together the most important personage in the town, the Lord High Chigglewitz, whose first name is Larry. <laughs> Satisfied? Yeah. <laughs> Larry Chigowitz. No, he is he is Larry the Chigowitz. Oh. The Lord High Chigowitz. Yes. Larry the Whore High. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, he's like, "Okay, go find him. He is like our ruler, so he'll know what everyone looks like. Here's what he looks like. He's a bald-headed fat man who wears a blue coat with brass buttons, a pink vest, and drap breeches." <laughs> Sorry, I gagged. No, I'm kidding. I was joking. <laughs> um, he also tells them that the Lord High Chigglewitz is missing a piece of his left knee from a time when they couldn't find the missing piece. So, like, he's pretty interesting looking. So okay. they should be able to put him together easy. And also, they're not going to be looking for a piece when there might be one missing. Mm, um true. So, yeah, since he's the chief of the town, he can welcome them and he can help put the other fuddles together. Okay. So the wizard's like, cool, we'll start there. Thanks for your recommendation. And on him, 
I mean, we flash forward to them searching for the Lord High Chigowitz, and on M finds the first piece. Hell yeah. And she remarks yet again that this is a foolish business matching people together, like, but we have nothing better to do before yeah. dinner. Like, I'm like, I, okay, on M, yeah. enjoy yourself a little bit, all right? Yeah, you were just yeah. sitting in a fucking palace doing absolutely nothing complaining, and now you're looking yeah. for missing pieces. Like, She's had nothing to do. She's so depressed. She doesn't want to do a puzzle. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. Depression um, hits hard, I guess. <laughs> but finally, she's just like, all right, Henry, look for Larry's bald head. I've got the pink vest here. So she's joining in on the work. And they, they work really hard putting Larry together again. And apparently Belina is super good at puzzles. So Sharp she's, little chicken eyes. She uh, sees it all. Uh, she's she's also ground level, you uh, know. True. And she, she just like keeps going to the ground like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um but yeah, they put Larry together in under an hour and he's like, Wow. Thanks for doing that. That was so fast. You guys are like the most clever people who have ever come to Fuddlecome Jig. Oh my god! Dorothy's like, oh yeah, like a couple of years ago in Kansas, there was like a huge picture puzzle fad. So like, I did a lot of puzzles. Like that was the cool thing. That was the cool thing to do. Wow. So <laughs> I'm uh, born in the very... correct generation. <laughs> <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> But it was also really difficult because he was round. Um, and he yes, was. they're three dimensional. Yeah. And so he thanked for the compliment. And he was like, oh, like, you know, if we weren't good puzzles, like, there's no point in being scattered. And M is like, mm. why do you do that? Yeah. Like, they're, you're can't actually, you there's behave? no point at all. Like, yeah. don't yeah. do that. Stay put I would together. Be okay, being like not falling apart every yeah. time someone mm. arrives. In response to this, the Lord, High, like, they love it. Like the Lord High Chigglewitz just kind of mm. rolls his eyes at on him, and he's just like, "Everyone has something peculiar about them." Sounds bitch. like pick me. Like, yeah, he, exactly. <laughs> he's like, Every, "Everyone has them. something weird about them." Mine is that I fall into a million little pieces. And every I guess time you have to put me back together again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we all pay a price. <laughs> um, but Henry just like laughs at. M because like she just got like read for filth by this fuddle and he's like now you've got your diploma M which I think is a super cool thing to say when someone gets like read for filth yeah it's like now you got your diploma like you just got schooled I love it that's the that's the etymology I love that is it did you look it up Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Sounds like something you just wanted to say. But <laughs> ultimately, Uncle Henry is like, serves you right. Like, we're in a weird place. Take people as you find them. And on them's like, if I did, these people would still be scattered. Yeah. Which is <laughs> I also, found them in a pile. Yeah. That's <laughs> also a really good comeback. And they all <laughs> laugh. But then <laughs> Obi Ambi finds a hand with a knitting needle. And they put grandmother knit together very easily. She was very easy to put together. Maybe it was she was in bigger pieces. And Dorothy explains that Kanga lost her mittens. And grandmother knit is like, oh, I'll make that poor animal. Like, I'm going to make more for her. Don't worry. So so that's the end of our closure fucking, on that. Yeah, I do have a her. question, though, Please. about your own. If you were a puzzle, how many pieces would you be? One. <laughs> I was going to say five. Too <laughs> um, I would be I would be a dozen. No, I would be six pieces. 
but there would be like a weird like little tab you'd have to put in me to make it all make sense. They kind of like else, they have like, like a long one. Yeah, like they never pull it out and then you like unlock and fall apart. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Oh, I kind of like that. Thanks. I just want to be like five obvious pieces. <laughs> just, just put me together. Yeah. Yeah. Arm, leg, body, head, and then two legs. <laughs> I mean, if Humpty Dumpty had just done that, we would not even be talking about him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're always trying to talk about him. I'm always <laughs> Sorry for all my deep cut Humpty Dumpty references. <laughs> Very niche. So the cook comes. He tells them that dinner's ready. So they all go eat. They're like, oh, yeah. the rest of these funnels? Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. They're all laying here on the ground. We're going to go get some supper. Yeah, the cook can make another dinner later. Yeah. <laughs> I get. And who does he even cook for? Who knows? They enjoy themselves. They have a really good time. They eat dinner. They go like put more fettles together for like a couple of hours. And then at some point, the wizard's like, hey, let's get out of here. Like, we're done. Yeah. Like, this is cool, but like, we got to hit the road. Dorothy's like, but we scattered these people. Like, we can't just leave them like this. But Larry explains that in Fettlecum Jig, they always expect visitors. So the Gillikins, Munchkins, Winkies, like all sorts of people come by, like, Every few days, together. just to amuse themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're just like for fun. They're like, "Hey, we're bored. Let's go put some and puzzles the fuddles, together." The fuddles love it. Uh, yeah, okay. they love it. They're pick me girls. So it's a nice little it. ecosystem going on. It is. Yes. Yeah, they provide entertainment, mm. and I guess they only eat when they're put together. So it's fine yeah. or something like that. And Dorothy's like, "Don't you ever help match each other?" <laughs> and the fuddles like, "No, like." We're not puzzles to ourselves. That wouldn't be fun. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, yeah. So they all get the fuck out of there. Yeah, they get the <laughs> wagon and they leave. Another place they're like, we have to go right now. At least nothing's trying to eat them. In Ozma's the itinerary is a little questionable. Yeah, Ozma's yeah. like, Ozma's like I'm going to take them out into the fucking boondocks to visit the weirdos <laughs> while I think of what I can There's so many things she could have showed, job. like just even like to reminisce. Oh yeah, show, show where Dorothy came to Oz the first time. Oz Go history, look at, like, exactly. Yeah, the, I mean, the Tin Some Man Castle. First time. Oh my god, that'd be such a cool book. Is like her giving them the Dorothy tour. Yeah, like, that yeah. would be great, actually. No, she's just giving them all these fucking things that Dorothy pretends like she knows and actually <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, she did the cotton clips. I'll tell you when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the cotton clips. <laughs> um. But they do. They get back to the wagon, and on M's just like, they were interesting, but I don't really see what use they are. And the wizard's like, well, they amused us for several hours. Is that not oh, use damn, enough? That's for how you? much time went by. And Uncle yeah. Henry is like, you know, it's more fun than Mumblety Peg, which is an interesting game, and Solitaire. So I'm glad we visited. I've Uncle heard Henry's of, really against. Okay. I've heard of one of those games. <laughs> Mumblety Peg. Apparently, Mumblety Peg is where you throw like a knife. In the air, it's kind of like lawn darts, I guess. Wow. Let's play tonight. Yes. No. <laughs> shot, 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 shot. <laughs> but that is the end of chapter 12, how they matched the fuddles. And Blake, what would you call that? Hours of fuddles. That's, I like that. Chapter 13, how the general talked to the king. So this whole book, we've been following General Guff to place after place after place. But now General Guff has made it back home to the Gnome Kingdom. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He's back, back in the King's Cavern. In the Gnome King's Lair, yeah. <laughs> Roquat's like, hey, any luck? Are the Whimsies going to join the Gnomes in their quest? 
And he's like, yep. And the king is like, oh, good. Like, what reward was promised to them? They just need big heads. They want yep. big heads. Because they, they have the, the tiny heads. little heads. Yep. Yeah. So the gnome king's like, yeah, I agree to those terms. The gnome king is very pleased with Guff. Guff's like, I have more news. <gasps> and he's like, okay, good or bad? <laughs> like, literally, he's like, okay, is it good or bad yeah. news? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guff's like, good. The growly log, the growly wogs are going to join us too. The king can't believe it. No, he's, <laughs> he's like a fan. He yells he's no. like, he's like, <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's oh, you just sit, put your little butt down yeah. and listen here. Guff's <laughs> like, it's true. They promised. And he's also suspicious though, because he's like, okay, well, like. Like what? Like what did you promise them? Like what reward do they want? Yeah, he's definitely curious about the rewards. Yes, which yes. is smart. You which know? is smart. Yeah, because they're asking evil to help them. Exactly. Yeah. But Guff just says a few a few people from Oz to be their slaves. Now, so this is a half truth, because the Growlywogs told Guff that they wanted twenty thousand Ozites as slaves. So it's a Gus is a few, and Guff is like, "We'll figure it out when we get there. It's fine." Like, so he's rationalizing it. It is super toxic, though. He should not be doing. Yeah, he wants he wants to fucking kill the gnome king and take his jobs. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to make friends with the other guys. He said, "I'm gonna get with the stronger people to take you down." But the gnome king is like, "Oh, like a few people from Oz, of course. Like, of course, he wants slaves." Who the hell does he think he is? I mean, he did some fucking. He's some random sucker in a place where the ruler of the kingdom was like, I need help. Who's going to help me? Yeah. He's in the right place at the right time. He's a piece of shit, but he's a piece of shit doing what a piece of shit is meant to do. Yeah. Um, Get to the top. But Guff's like, oh, but that's not all. The gnome king is like, oh my God, what? Yeah. He's like, speak it out. Tell me. What? (laughs) What? 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 Like, he can't take it. Guff is like, oh, I um, I visited the first and foremost Phanphasm. Uh, they agreed to bring their people to the battle as well. And he's like, you're not serious. Like, there's, you can't be serious. Like, you have to be joking. Guff tells him it's true. And he's like, okay, well, I'm actually afraid that the first and foremost is really dangerous and might take us down along with the people of Oz, and they might just conquer us all. Yeah. Guff is like, no, exactly no, 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 what's no, gonna no, happen. No. Yeah, Guff fully knowing what we know, kind of, is like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not gonna happen. The first and foremost is a really close friend of mine. He even invited me into his house when I was there. Another half truth. Because. Because he was pulled into that house by a copper ring. He dragged uh, his, his ass into that yeah. house and threatened him. For an hour. But Guff is framing it like, oh, yeah, like we're friends. And like he invited me over. And I said, bro, you got to do this invasion. And he agreed. <laughs> and the Gnome King is eating it up. He's like, oh, my God, like you are a amazing general. I don't know yeah. why you haven't been general for longer. But the Gnome King is like, OK, but wait, what did you promise them? Like what reward are they being given? Nothing at all. Yeah. Just to destroy people who are good in Oz. That's all they want. Which is true. That is what they said. But of course, but we know that yeah, that's it's not a the lie. Full picture. And the book, the book even says that Guff knows it's probably a lie. That they're probably going to attack the gnomes. Obviously, but Guff yeah. plans on changing teams by the time that happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ooh, lots of double agents yes. over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. The gnome king is still a little worried. Um, 
but he's like, so when will the when will the armies arrive? And Guff's like, as soon as the tunnel's done. And the Gnome King gives us some info. Yeah, they're halfway done. <gasps> they're already halfway into the desert, and the and the desert is all rock. So they've been going it's pretty stone. fast. Everything under the desert is just a stone yeah. wall. Uh, yeah, so they're drilling through. So it's stone. taking a long time. Yeah, or they say it's really difficult, but they're going really fast. Yeah, and they're like, but once we get out of the desert, we're gonna keep going all the way to the Emerald City. But like, it's gonna be way easier once we get to the Emerald City. Guff's like, once Yikes. it's once it's finished, we'll be joined by the Whimsies, the Growlywogs, the Fanfasms. So the conquest of Oz is a sure thing. Yeah. And the king is becoming thoughtful. And he is like, okay, like, I almost wish we didn't even fucking ask for all these people because, like, they're all super dangerous. And, like, I don't think we can trust them. Yeah. Guff's, which is true. Guff's like, dude, the gnomes would not have been able to conquer the Emerald City by themselves. And the gnome king's like, well, why? And Guff's like... Did Ozma and Dorothy not take your belt? Yeah, is that not girls, why we're in this situation? Yeah, they already it was five people you against cannot, the gnomes. If yeah. you could have beat them, you would have. Yeah. yeah. And the gnome king is like, but they had eggs. They had eggs. Okay, they still have eggs, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of well, yeah. The gnome king is somehow under the impression that the chicken's gone and they don't have eggs anymore. No. Yeah, because he's like, well, they surprised us and they, they have eggs. so many eggs because Belina's yeah. out here making babies left and right. Yeah. So that's a whole that's a whole protection right there. Guff is like, hey, actually, they have hundreds of chickens in Oz. I met a hawk on the way back um, home, and it Egg. told me that it had recently went to... No, it had <laughs> gone to Oz because it heard about the chickens. So it was like, I went to Oz to go eat a bunch of like baby chickens uh, for my supper, and then they were all protected by magic, so I couldn't do it. So now they know there are who knows how many eggs yeah. in Oz. Yeah, there are heaps them. of eggs, and they're protected by magic, so the gnomes couldn't even destroy the eggs first, yeah. you know? Um, the Gnome King is like, well, that's not good. We're defenseless <laughs> to eggs. <laughs> and Guff is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no but we don't. Shit. <laughs> but Guff's, like, Guff's like, we don't need to face any eggs. We'll send in the whimsies and then the growlywogs behind them, the fanphasms behind them, and the gnomes will march at the back. We will never see an egg. Yeah, they're going to use up all the eggs. Because, you know. Frankly, good plan. But <sighs> the people of Oz know. The people of Oz know that the gnomes are weak to eggs. Not that well, everyone's they're not gonna weak to eggs. They're going to throw eggs at everybody who comes through. They're yeah. going to be doing normal not, fighting. Yeah. And then they're going to see a gnome and they're going to be like, get the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, it was like, if it was like melee combat, all of the Ozians would have a little satchel full of eggs. Honestly. If they, if they came up to a gnome, they'd just be like. Poison. Um... But so this is where it gets really, really interesting. So, so, you know, Guff says, like, we'll walk in this line and the gnomes will be safe. The Gnome King starts to calm down, but he's still on the fence. And then the Gnome King says something wild. He's like, Ozma and Dorothy are nice girls. I'm not going to let them be any other armies, prisoners, slaves. I'm not going to let any other army hurt them. I want it to be perfectly understood that they are my prisoners. And I'm going to bring them back here to the Gnome Kingdom and turn them into ornaments of my treasure trove. One ornament for each end of his mantle. And he's going to have them dusted carefully. I don't and know. And I'm like, that's so disturbing. It is. I like, that's just as weird. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, it seemed like Elfring Baum was trying to create a situation where we're like, oh, Gnome King, 
But it's like no, that's fucking. That's he's like, extreme, he's like, like no one's gonna hurt them. No, no one's gonna make them slaves. They're, they're gonna be little statues on yeah. my fireplace. So never like, live Ew. and never die. Yeah. <laughs> Dusted carefully. Ew. Yeah. But and Guff. Guff just says, "I literally don't fucking care. Like, just tell me when the plans are arranged, or like the plans are arranged. We have the most powerful spirits in the world. Um, Call just me like, when the tunnel's yeah, done. tell me when the funnel's yeah. tunnel's finished. And do you know how soon the tunnel will be finished? Three days. Oh, yeah. my God. What? Yeah, three days. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnel is going to be done in three days, even though they're only halfway oh through the desert. Oh, my God. I swear I haven't read this book. <laughs> oh, I know you haven't read any books before. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm on a roll. That's Good night crazy. for you. You won in Vegas. You're winning here. <laughs> Shut up and put your money where your mouth is. That's what you get for waking up in Vegas. Yes. And that's also what you get for finishing chapter 13. How the general talked to the king. And Blake, what would you call that? Chapter 13, preparing for the eggvasion. And Wyatt, <laughs> what would you... No, I'm kidding. Chapter 14. How the wizard practiced sorcery. So they get back to the wagon. Dorothy checks Ozma's itinerary to see where they're off headed to next. And Dorothy's like, okay, we're going to go see the rigmaroles. And after that, we're going to go visit the Tin Woodmen. Oh, you know, something real that we've heard of before. <laughs> Just, you know, the Tin Woodmen. Don't worry. <sighs> Not there yet. Got to go see the rigmaroles first. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, so the wizard's like, sounds good. Which way to the rigmaroles? Dorothy's like, I don't know, southwest of here somewhere? How the fuck does she know that? How does she know that? The, That's okay. exactly yeah. what I have written down. I said, not sure how she knows that. How she knows that is <laughs> mystery to me. But the Shaggy Man suggests that rather than go, because they have to like kind of go out the road, back to the main road, and then like find the crossroad. So he's like, hey, like, why don't we just like go straight through, like straight to the southwest? Like, let's just go southwest. But Uncle Henry's like, but there's no path to follow. We can't do that, Shaggy Man. That's crazy. We're not all hobos like you. Yeah. And Dorothy's like, yeah, I'm in charge here and we should stick to the path. Yeah. So they're yeah for <laughs> some who said you were in charge I know for some reason she is getting to I guess but so. I, she is she is a literal princess but still I'm like why is she getting to decide that yeah. ask Ombi Ambi he's the escort uh, yeah you know? seriously he's the one who actually like lives there full time yeah but or, no okay they are in an area that none of them have ever I guess been that's true yeah. so yeah. Oz Oz grew exponentially overnight um so they decided to turn back. But soon the sawhorse ends up stopping and he's like, here's a path. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I heard you guys talking about going just off the path. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what about this? This is a path. And Ombi Ambi's like, you know, let's try it. And so Dorothy agrees. And she's like, I just want to get to see the rigmaroles. Yeah. So they go. the path like goes to this beautiful meadow with trees and flowers. And it's also moving exactly southwest. Yeah, straight so southwest. And they as, know that. As they somehow. start, somehow. <laughs> so as they start moving, they pass like some small farmhouses. Eventually, there's no more homes. They are in the middle of nowhere in the country. But it's gorgeous. Yeah, very um, pretty. Autumn and Belima? Yeah, perfect place for an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Because Aunt M is starting to argue with Belina over the best way to raise chickens. And Belina's mm -hmm. like, no offense. Um, I think I know better than a human how to raise chickens. I'm a chicken. I was Literally raised. Literally a Aunt chicken M's, myself. Aunt M's like, no, 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 Belina. 
I've been raising chickens for years. 40 you, years. You starve them to make them lay eggs, and you fatten them up when you want to broil them. And Belina is like, broil them? <laughs> broil my chickens? You're not touching my goddamn chickens. Aunt M is like, isn't that what they're for? The way the way oh, that so Aunt M, insensitive. It's insane that Aunt M can be having this conversation yeah. with a chicken who also the chickens that Belina is raising are her bloodline. Yeah, it's those are her children and her grandchildren, her great grandchildren. Are you kidding? Aunt M is like crazy. Back but it up, bitch. We, like, I was gonna say this isn't what I expected from Aunt M, but we don't know Aunt M. This that's is our yeah, first time spending any time yeah. with him, so whatever. I guess she's just got a lot to learn. Also, and like okay. her first time in like this type of, I don't know. This like Oz is a weird environment. It know? is a weird it environment. Is. She's she's lived in it rural is. Kansas for her entire life, and so she has a way of thinking. And mm-hmm. Dorothy's like in Oz, we don't do it like that. We don't broil the chickens. It's not the same. Yeah, Dorothy's like actually, Belina was the first hen to ever be in Oz, so everybody who met and knew her did not want to eat her did children. Never felt yeah. like they wanted They're to like, eat her. And that's what Dorothy has to explain. She's like, every single chicken in Oz is Belina's chicken. The people of Oz love and respect Belina. They would never eat her children. Yeah. And oh, I don't understand yeah. how Aunt M doesn't know that yet. We yeah. all know that. It'd be hard to adjust to that reality. Aunt M but visited she the met, chickens she like met six every times. chicken in Oz. Yeah, and so. you're eating things in you don't you don't have to she worry. She noticed that there was she, a chicken. You don't need to worry about how the chickens are being yeah. taken <laughs> care of. She watched the chickens at school. She knows uh, that they're not normal chickens. I don't yeah. know why she's acting like that. But, um, they but do clarify that they eat the eggs, though, yes. which is something I think we ca- talked about before. But they do eat the eggs if they don't want more chickens. If they're like, hey, we have enough right now. Like, we're going to just, you know, have and the, the have people the of Oz eat the, the eggs. But the people of Oz, they would they get eggs when Belina decides they get eggs. Mm-hmm. And when they get to eat eggs, they're like, yay, like yum. But like they do That's not it. eat chicken. They, they don't probably eat, eat like not out quail here, and duck chicken. eggs or something, though. I guess they could eat any other egg. Uh, hawk or must poultry. lay eggs. Oh, hawk, yeah, yeah. Um, but just then, the sawhorse says, "Hey, the path ended, and he needs directions." Yeah. So he's like, "What way do we go?" Dorothy says something crazy, which is that they were already moving southwest, so it's just as easy to just keep moving in that direction without a path. And it is a. It is like a meadow because my first thought was like, what, they're going to just keep going into the trees? And I'm like, wait, okay, it's a meadow, like it's open. My thing is like, no one can just walk in a completely straight line, but maybe a sawhorse can. Well, you know, it's interesting because the sawhorse is like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, I just needed to make sure that was okay. And the wizard says, hey, there's a bunch of trees over there directed to the southwest, walk in a straight line toward them. And that just solves it. And I'm yeah. like, that's how you do it. That's so, how you walk in a straight line no, and you just look ahead. I don't right. think so. So the sawhorse starts going along without the path, which is making Dorothy super nervous, um, even though I swear to God it was her idea. Uh, and there's no houses around them. They can't ask for directions. There's literally, literally none of these people have ever been in this part of Laws before. And after a while, Sawhorse keeps walking into the woods, and on M's like, maybe we're lost. And the Shaggy Man is like, hey, if we're lost, like you know, I've been lost, Dorothy's been lost, like we always get found, like it's no problem. Yeah. Ombi Ambi's mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah, but what if we get hungry? There aren't any houses that we can just drop on their doorstep and ask for food at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Henry's like, oh, yeah, like, well, we had dinner at the Fuddles and it was a lot. So, like, I think we're going to be fine. We're not going to starve for a long time, yeah. which is true. And honestly. Dorothy says, oh, well, no one starves to death in Oz. Only child murderers die in Oz. She said that? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, of okay. course not. That's our joke. <laughs> <laughs> she did say that no one starves I was in Oz. <laughs> to lose my damn mind. <laughs> I was like, so now we're acknowledging it. <laughs> no, it's still a secret. But no one, she still says no one starves in Oz, but they get really hungry. And the wizard just laughs quietly cool to himself. as a cucumber. Yeah, he doesn't fucking care. Interesting. It Eventually, is interesting. the sun is starting to go down. They come to a spot with a nice canopy of trees. And there's soft moss on the ground. And the wizard's like, all right. This looks like a good place to camp. And everyone reacts as if that's not what they needed to do. Camp? Yeah, everyone's surprised. And it's like, dude, you're off-roading willfully. You chose Wait, you to do that. Gonna happen? Toward the forest. It's getting dark. Do you? What are you fucking going to do? And the wizard's like, yeah, we're not going to go through the forest at night. Like, we have to just eat and sleep here. That's it. On Am's like, some camp this is. She what are we going to do? Sleep under the wagon, wizard? <laughs> <laughs> and the shaggy man gets I can't tell who he's trying to insult and he's like yeah and chew grass for supper because it kind of feels like he's trying to that like sounds a little sarcastic. Off exactly, it says, yeah. and it says he's like laughing about it so I'm like why are you saying yeah who's he that? laughing at but um, Dorothy is being very cheerful and she's like well it's lucky we have the wonderful wizard with us because he can do most anything he wants the Which is so what is true. he going to do? Build us a fort? Yeah. Right. right. And like, do we even know he can do that? We saw, I guess we saw him build a hot air balloon. Yeah. And mm. we saw him build yeah, a giant wax head. Yeah, but that took a while. Head. Didn't that take weeks? Yeah. It took days, yeah. So we need something now. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> we actually need something now. <laughs> You're going to have to figure it out right but now. The wizard hops out of the wagon. Everyone follows him. And the wizard is like, okay, let's set up camp. Can someone please hand me a handkerchief? So what? he has on M, the shaggy man, and his own handkerchiefs. He gets three. <laughs> he lays them down on the ground along, and he uh, waves his left hand over them. And he says, <coughs> Tents of canvas, white as snow. Let me see how fast you grow. <gasps> and Slowly. All the handkerchiefs start to puff up They're into little tents. What? I was about to say, I was like, what the fuck is he doing with these goddamn handkerchiefs? Like, it's going to make a difference. So he's no. doing real fucking magic So he right does now. know magic. So these tents grow up <laughs> large enough. Each tent is large enough to hold the entire party. But there's three of them. Yeah. So it's um, huge. He turned these tiny handkerchiefs into tents the size of a normal bedroom. So they're glamping. Yeah. They're literally. Glamping. Oh, just wait. So just wait. the wizard points to the first one. He's like, this one is for the ladies. Everyone looks inside the tent. They see these two pretty white beds for Aunt M and uh, Dorothy and this silver roost for Belina to sit up in. There's also rugs, camping chairs, a table, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Aunt M is like... She's like, holy shit. She's immediately afraid. She's like, what the fuck can he do? Like, she that's starts, the craziest she thing she's seen. the wizard like... He's dangerous. Yeah, like that's he's too powerful. I mean, honestly, uh, that is scary. To be honest, she, I, I that's get not it. Like the worst, yeah. Mm. I, I, even <laughs> even Dorothy's amazed. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. Dorothy's like, how the fuck did you do that? Like, how how the hell did you make that happen? Yeah. And would you believe it? 
Glinda the Good taught him many tricks. Because she was like, hey, you moved back to Oz? You should be the actual wonderful wizard with actual tricks. Oh, okay. So they... Girl, why are you wasting your time? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. He's a quick learner, apparently. Apparently. And he he's just been made spending, three giant tens. Yeah. He's been spending all this time with Glinda. She's been teaching him his magic. He's learned it. And he's like, pretty soon, I'm going to be doing amazing things. And Dorothy's like, this is amazing. Yeah, That was amazing. Yeah, that's really, like super helpful. But in the men's tent, there are four beds um, for the Shaggy Man, the Wizard, um... Fucking Uncle Henry, and there's another boy with Obi Ambi, yeah. Uh, and then there's a little rug for Toto to sleep on, Which and the Toto egg- sleeps in the men's tent. He doesn't <laughs> yeah, sleep well, with Dorothy. Belina sleeps, sleeps in the women's tent. <laughs> That's where she'd want to be, though. That's true. That's a That's woman. True. Yeah, <laughs> ladies only. <laughs> and all Belina's of her kids a are woman. named after She's a mother. <laughs> That's a mother. Um. But then the wizard tells him that the third tent will be used as a dining room and kitchen. And so there's a big old table. Yeah, it's complete with table, dishes, cooking utensils. And outside of the kitchen one, the wizard brings out this big kettle. And he hangs it above a fire pit. And Ombi Ambi and the Shaggy Man collect twigs and they start a fire under the kettle. And the wizard tells Dorothy, hey, you're in charge of cooking supper. You're a big girl now. You have big girl jobs. <laughs> That's yeah. almost what he says. Pretty okay. much. Dorothy's like, but there's not anything in the kettle. And the wizard gaslights her. And he says, oh, like, yeah, like, is it really empty? And she's like, I think she's so. like, yeah, so. you haven't put anything in it since you carried <laughs> this empty kettle out. Like, yeah. yeah. There's literally, like, hello, yeah. nothing. <laughs> he scratches her on the head and says, well, don't let it boil over, sweetie. And then he leaves. All the men go to get water. Uh. So Anna M comes up to Dorothy. She's like, I think the wizard is screwing with us. I saw the kettle when he hung it up. It was completely empty. Um, but Belina is very confident in the wizard's abilities. And she's like, don't worry, you'll find food in the kettle once it's done. And it won't be poor defenseless chickens either. <laughs> and M- Aunt M calls Blina a rude little bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking much. She tells Dorothy she wished Blina never learned how to talk. Yeah, she does. <laughs> oh my God. But before, mad. before another fight begins, the men return with water and the wizard thanks Dorothy for making their supper yeah so uncle henry takes the kettle down pours it into a platter that the wizard's holding and pouring out of the kettle is a platter filled with piping hot stew full of vegetables and dumplings and like a thick delicious gravy it sounds so it's like anime food to yeah, me yeah like, i'm just scared in a way yeah and they feasted Ugh. they feasted a hundred percent and they just slurped that shit up uh-huh <laughs> yep. and that's not all they had because the table so they they take the platter inside like the kitchen hut or the kitchen tent and the plates in there already have like bread and butter cakes cheese pickles fruits uh lamb they have ribs they have salad they have collard greens he's making a lot of things up like he did previously no (laughs) but what they do have is some of the luscious strawberries of oz to which i said um okay they had strawberries in oz before did they i believe nobody asks any questions about where the food came from and they just all eat heartily but on them is wondering like 
is there any nourishment in this food? Because it was made from magic. But regardless, it was delicious. Yeah, it was like the like best she, thing she's ever had. Yeah. She's like telling that to Dorothy. She's like, I don't know if this is bad because it's magic food, but it's fucking good. It's <laughs> it like fast like food. In it. Yeah, I think it's I just sold my soul to the devil, but that's yeah. okay. That's how I feel about Taco Bell every day. Um, <laughs> but on M's like, so who's going to do the dishes? And the wizard's like, no one. Dishes are done. And he's right. She turns around. They're all stacked perfectly Ugh. clean. Just neat as a button. Blink of an eye. Yeah. So nice. All of those things. That's so nice. And that's the end of the meal and the end of chapter 14, how the wizard practiced sorcery. And Blake, what would you call that? The wizard's culinary magic. Chapter 15, how Dorothy happened to get lost. So we're at camp. It's a nice night. Everyone decides, hey, we're done with dinner. Let's sit in our camp chairs around the fire. They chit-chat. They tell stories until it's time for bed. But then something crazy happens. A zebra appears out of the forest. So, okay, we've had our kangaroo. So we're in Africa. And now we're having a zebra. Exactly. (laughs) And he walks right up and he says, good evening, people. Nope. I don't know when zebras were like a nationwide understanding in America, but L. Frank Baum explains what a zebra looks like to us. Yeah, in excruciating detail. And he didn't do it for the kangaroo. So I'm like, are zebras new? I tried to do some research. All I could find was that Teddy Roosevelt was gifted a kangaroo in 1904 by King Menelik of Abyssinia. Were there zoos back then? Abyssinia, um, there were zoos, but they were like kind of traveling, like with like the circus and the carnival. Mm, so okay. like there wasn't like really established ones like that. It was a hundred percent entertainment, no conservation. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, L. Frank Baum just really describes what the zebra looks like. So I was like, do people not know what those are? Yeah, but um, Ombi Ambi is like. Good evening, friend zebra. Can we help you? Um, and the zebra's like, yes. Yeah, actually, you can't help. Actually, I didn't come over I'm here to chit chat. I'm going to need yeah, that. I need your help. I saw you when I approached you. Did you think you could help me? <laughs> so the zebra's like, yeah, I need you to settle a bet for me. Is there more land or water on the world? The wizard's like, who are you disputing this with? The zebra uh, says, I'm arguing with a soft-shell crab who lives in the pool where I drink water every day. And every day, they get in this argument where the crab is like, there's more water than land, and the zebra's like, no, there's more land than water. Mm-hmm. It's really stupid. But this evening, the zebra was like, hey, you're just an insignificant crab, you live in a tiny little pool, and the crab was like... I don't care. Still more water. Like, there's more water in the Sorry, water. Sorry, I would trust the one that lives yeah. in water, maybe. I mean, the zebra well, lives on land. The, the crab, <laughs> I guess that's the true, thing is, but... The crab lives in a small little pool, and the zebra lives in a small little forest. That is and why... The forest neither of them the have a... Yeah. yeah that is why idea. the zebra saw the, the gang's camp, and he's like, they'll know. They're travelers. <laughs> so he goes over to them, and Dorothy's like, well, where's the sh- soft-shell crab? And the zebra's like, well, he's, he's back in his pool, but like, if you guys will answer this question, I'll go get him and bring him back here. And they're like, yeah, no, go get the crab. 
So the zebra grabs the crab. He comes back, and the crab is like clinging onto his little like mane, like his like, <laughs> mane. So he's just hanging there, chilling by out. one claw, by one yeah, claw, yeah, just hanging on. It's kind of cute, and I'm like, you guys really aren't friends. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you guys are they, best friends. Best friends. They do. Best they best absolutely friends. hate each other. The zebra introduces the people, and he's like, yeah, like. These are people who know more than you, you fucking little crab. The crab like, lives in a pool. The crab's like, well, there's more world than just Oz. Like, what do they know? Yeah. And Dor- he's like, well, they've actually traveled all over the fucking yeah. world. Dorothy's like, I live in Kansas. I've been to California and Australia. So has Henry. Yeah. Shaggy, Shaggy Man, Man, Mexico, Boston, and many other foreign countries. The well, what does like, she know? Does she know that there's more water? Well, she's it? seen she's seen more than either of those animals. Actually, have seen. yeah. And yeah. the Shaggy Man or uh, the Wizard is like, I've been to Europe and Ireland, <gasps> which I thought it was a weird thing to say, but. Ireland didn't join the EU until yeah. 1972. So that's something that I was, I also thought was interesting because when the Shaggy Man said Mexico, Boston, and many other foreign countries, I was like, is it a joke about Boston being a foreign country? And I was like, no, probably not. And then the wizard thing, I was like, Europe and Ireland, is that a joke? But yeah, I think it's because Ireland wasn't part of. Until you know. 1972. That's really recent for them to join the European Union. They mm. were just some island before? Uh, Well, Northern Ireland is different from. The rest of the UK too. But I can't I, do this. I can't do this right now. That's not what this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But the zebras like see they know what they're talking about, and the crabs like good. So then they know the world is more water than land. Hannah, what's your take? I I I think there's more water than land. Okay, good. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean we don't even know half of what's in water. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> what, what about is it? Space. We don't know about ninety percent of like. Ugh, I don't know the statistic, but I hate that. I'm pretty sure it's like yeah, somewhere in the ninety percent like of like unknown uh, of water that has not been mm-hmm. like explored by man. Yeah, which is an insane amount. <laughs> but the crab, he's like good. They'll know that the world is more water than land. And the zebra's like, no, they know you're wrong to say so. And we'll probably think you're a lobster instead of a crab. And then, by I'll- the way, mm-hmm. I Googled it. Lobsters are smarter than crabs. <laughs> well, back then, you know, it was before Ireland was part of the EU. So they still thought that crabs were smarter than lobsters. <laughs> That's all part of it. <laughs> the crabs had enough. He pinches a zebra's ear. And then the zebra is going wild. He's like trying to shake him off. And he's like, hey, you promised you wouldn't pinch me. And then the crab Damn. is like, well, you said you wouldn't disrespect me, actually. <gasps> oh, my God. He's yeah. like, I was respectful. The crab's they like, no, are you best weren't. Friends. You called me a lobster. <laughs> yeah, they're Abbott and Costello over here. But the zebra's like, hey, sorry. Like, this crab is crazy and ignorant and stupid and can't understand. So please... Just tell him that there's more land in the water, and then we'll all be on our way. Dorothy's like, we can't tell him that. That's not true. Yeah. The zebra's gagged. Yeah. The wizard is like, okay, now, here's the thing. Crab is correct. There's a bunch more water. But the zebra doesn't believe him. The zebra's like, no. I can run for days on the land, and I can find no water. <laughs> Dorothy's like, yeah. Um, Did you hear about the ocean before? The zebra has no idea what that is. No, he's like, there's no such thing as that. In Dorothy's like, there are several oceans, and you can travel for months on the ocean and never see any land. So, like, 
the zebra can run for days. She can sail for months. Sorry, zebra. Ocean winds. Yeah. And, and there's several of those. And the crab laughs his way all the way to the bank. And he's cackling. And the zebra hates it. And he's like, okay, so you give up now, zebra? And he's like, fucking, I guess so. I, I can't read geography is like, I don't know. Well, like, Lena fine. suggests that the zebra take one of the wizard's learning pills so that he can learn geography. Uh-huh. And the um, crab laughs more. <laughs> the zebra is so pissed off. He tries to buck the crab off of his back. The crab starts pinching him again. And Dorothy is like, if you two can't behave, you're going to have to go back to the forest. Like, we're getting ready for bed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would not want to deal with whatever this, that is. The zebra's not ultimately... He's just like, I regret asking for your help because when neither of us knew the truth, it was kind of fun to argue. Now I know I'm wrong and he knows I'm wrong and he's just going to make fun of me. I have to find a new place to drink water. And the crab's like, do it! Yeah. Find a new place! <laughs> yeah. And then everyone went to bed. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. it. But the chapter does keep going because Dorothy wakes up. Early before Crack anyone of else. Dawn. Yeah, like yeah. Aunt Adam is still sleeping. She goes outside. Like all the men are still sleeping. Belina's like pecking around for her little breakfast, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go on a walk." Yeah, Dorothy's like, "I'm gonna go off into the woods and see if I can find a path to follow once everyone's up and ready to go." Just as Dorothy's about to enter the forest, Belina comes up behind her and she's like, mm-hmm. "What the hell are you doing? Where are you going?" Belina, Do- <laughs> Dorothy's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go find a path." And Belina, being a good girlfriend, is like, well, you're not going to go alone. Like, I'll come with you. Yeah. And Toto comes too. Toto, like, shows up all of a sudden. Toto wakes up out of the men's bunker yeah. and comes on down. <laughs> He's like, come on. And he and Belina are pals now. Like, they're not like, you know, they don't love each other as much yeah. as everybody else. But they're just like animals and they're they're amicable. So they're like, they're chilling. Uh, and they go like a fair distance in one direction. They're trying to find, you know, a path. They're they're looking for a path that they can all follow out of here. And they don't find one. So they turn and they go in a different direction. And they walk, you know, that way for a while. And they're still just like not really finding a path. Turn again. No path. Turn again. No path. Turn okay. again. No path. And after a while, Belina is like, hey, you know, let's go back. We've been out here for a while. Like everyone's up now. Let's go back. Dorothy's like, yeah, okay. So um camp must be um this way. And they just start walking in a direction. Ooh, and they that. walk for a long time. No camp. No, no camp. The woods are getting thicker. <gasps> Everything's closer together. No. Dorothy looks around, like Toto's looking up at her like Girl, are you good? They're because in trouble. Toto, Toto and Belina were too busy being animals. <laughs> so like they were like like Belina was looking for bugs to eat. Toto was running around pissing on shit. So like neither of them were paying attention to where they're going. They're both looking up at Dorothy and uh and Belina's like, Dorothy, don't you know where you're going? And Dorothy's like, no, don't you? And she's like, I don't remember. I had no idea you were going to get lost out here. (laughs) Dorothy's like, well, in my experience, it's the thing we don't expect that ends up happening, Belina. Which, you know what, Dorothy, fuck you. You got us into this mess. Yeah, Dorothy got them lost. She should have gone alone. But she's like, you know what? Like, no use standing around. Like, let's just go this direction which is such bad fucking advice for children this is a children's book and the like everybody's like oh well we're lost let's go even further in like oh my god so they walk they walk they walk they walk the trees are getting closer together 
the vines are getting super thick. No. They're so deep in the forest. And they're like, oh, fuck, where are we? Suddenly, they hear a voice. And it shouts, halt! Dorothy sees nothing. She doesn't see anything. She's looking around, nothing. But Belina exclaims, I declare! (laughs) And Toto starts barking, barking, barking. Dorothy looks at where Toto and Belina are looking at. I don't even... There's a row of spoons surrounding them. (laughs) What? And they're standing upright on their handles. And they have little swords and little muskets in their hands because they have hands too. Their <laughs> faces are like on the like bowl part of the spoon. What? And what does Dorothy do? What she always does. She laughs in their faces. <laughs> she looks down at them and she just screams laughing. So you're them. trying to attack us? Yeah. yeah. And she's just like. <laughs> That's what I eat my cereal with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. she's like my porridge eats you. I take I take wheat no. out of the garden. I shred it and I put it in a bowl of milk, and that's what I eat with. <laughs> um, but she's like, "Who are you?" And they're like, "We're the Spoon Brigade." One of the spoons says that they're in the service of His Majesty King Cleaver. Also, alliteration. Yes, and he's like, "You're our prisoners now." And Dorothy looks at them in pure amusement, and she's like, what if I set my dog on this little brigade of yours? He would die. Yeah. Yeah, it's They're, like, your dog, he, Toto? Yeah. He, the that spoon, tiny little thing? That spoon is like, one shot from our muskets would kill him. It doesn't matter how big he is, <laughs> yeah. he's done. And they say kill. Like, and they apparently, say, they say and kill. Apparently the Spoon Brigade know what dogs are. Nobody else in Oz seems to know what a dog is. But don't worry, the Spoon Brigade does. Um, Interesting. And Seriously. Belina is like, Dorothy, don't risk it. Like she's like, this is a fairy country. Yumi and Toto are not fairies. Yeah. We're from the human world. Don't do this. Uh so Dorothy's like, okay, yeah, you're right. But like, how funny is it to be captured by a bunch of spoons? <laughs> and the spoons are like, it's not gotta funny. admit. <laughs> they're fucking insane. Yeah. And they're like, we're actually the the military brigade of the kingdom. Dorothy. And Dorothy's like, what, what kingdom? kingdom? Yeah, I was about to say. Who? Well, when? Where? Utentia. Yeah. Dorothy's like, I've never heard of Utentia. And actually come to he think He really of it, is just making up words. Yeah. He that's all he knows how yeah, to he's do. Utensia, yeah. Utensils, utensil, utensia. Interesting. The Dorothy's like, I've never heard of utensia. Come to think of it, I don't think Ozma's ever heard of utensia. And so she's like, Hey, are you guys subjects of Ozma of Oz? They're like, Who's Ozma of Oz? Yeah, they're like, we've never heard of her. <laughs> they know what dogs are. People in the Emerald City don't. But not. But they don't know who Ozma is. Mm. They're like, we only report to their the Majesty King Cleaver, and um, we have to take all of our prisoners to him, so hurry up, or we're going to cut your toes off. Yeah. So hmm. the Spoon Brigade... <laughs> 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 so the Spoon Brigade order Dorothy and Toto and Belina to march with them. And Dorothy can't help but just laugh some more at them. She doesn't feel like they're any real danger. And she's just like, this is a new and fun adventure, I guess. I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, very sleep when she's dead. And That's that, Dorothy I know. 
that is the end of chapter 15. How Dorothy happened to get lost. And Blake, what would you call that? I would call that a spoonful of trouble. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time as we continue with Chapter 16, How Dorothy Visited Utensia. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Klobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.